Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we have a story of a crazy entitled parent who said, "I made your body, it's mine." We'll get into that in a bit, but first, I'm getting married and my parents will not stop being rude to me. So, my significant other, 27, and I, 29, are getting married soon. A while ago, there was poor communications on all sides in regards to paying for the bridal shower. People got upset, so we sent a message to the bridal party to explain what happened, including both me and my significant other's parents' role in the situation. A family member did not like the message and felt we were placing sole blame on my parents. So, this person sent the message to my parents. We don't feel like we were laying the blame on anyone in particular, but sure, we could have said it better. We apologized because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. This is the part where things took a really bad turn. Basically, as soon as we took any responsibility for this situation, my family doubled down on saying some of the nastiest things I've ever heard. I would apologize and I would just get dragged. Things like, I'm going to get written out of the will, my grandparents would be disappointed in my religious choices, how I need therapy, that my childhood wasn't as hard as either of my parents' childhood, as well as trying to point out various faults in my significant other. I also got told about some trauma that my parents both unfortunately had to go through. None of these things have anything to do with the situation at hand. I came to realization that my parents do not respect me and that we have unhealthy boundaries. Stemming from this travesty, I told them that I need more space and that I need to redefine my boundaries. That went as well as you would expect. After countless times of trying to hear them out, explain my perspective, how they hurt my feelings, dealing with immature, passive-aggressive comments and attempts to meet them halfway, I basically don't have it in me anymore. We're approaching the wedding and I'm still being told how my shortcomings are impacting my family. I've tried countless times to remove myself from these situations and it is never enough. My wedding is going to be wonderful, but never will I ever be able to forget how my family has acted for nearly a year. My heart hurts so bad. I feel for OP and if I were in OP's shoes, I feel like I would begin to feel like, honestly, it's not worth trying to put up with that. I mean, somebody who just keeps muddying the waters and churning this up and there's never a resolution, how much of it can you tolerate before you just start distancing yourself from it? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, I'm tired of hiding in my relationship of 10 months. Me and my girlfriend, let's call her Jessie, have been together for 10 months. Just for reference, she's just 12 hours younger than me. Her parents are divorced and live in different countries. Her mother doesn't let her have a relationship until she's financially independent. Jessie's now a university student and needs some basic financial support in order to make ends meet and also have time to study and graduate. We've been together for 10 months, but her mother found out some time ago. Then Jessie had a fight with her and she threatened to force her to go abroad to live with her just to be away from me. Her mother hasn't really met me, she's only seen me one time when she was in her car, and I didn't even notice her, so she complained that I ignored her. 
Now the problem is that I can't do this anymore. I can't go to Jesse's place hiding from all the neighbors and stuff. It's just exhausting. In two months we'll have our first anniversary and we still can't be officially together at the same place. We're always hiding from everyone that her mother may know who may contact her and tell her about me and Jesse. I can't hold her hand in public, I can't kiss her in public, I always behave like a friend when we're outside so people don't notice. I told Jesse that I could talk to her mother, and as an open-minded person, and try to make her see that I am good for Jesse and that we don't need to be financially independent to have a relationship. She was totally negative about it, telling me that her mother will try and put all the blame on me, tell me lies about Jesse, or even have a fight with her in the end. Jesse doesn't even try to change the situation. She just leaves everything as it is so she can stay out of trouble. Another thing she keeps telling me is that her mother is not like anyone I've met, which doesn't really make much sense. What can I do in this messed up situation? How can I fix things? What can I say to Jesse or her mother? I'm totally stuck. Honestly, I think it's worth discussing with her to try to figure out a plan to get past this. How long can this situation go on with no clear resolution in sight? God forbid Opie wastes so much time on something that doesn't even have any kind of resolution even being discussed? Is it even really much of a relationship at that point? Or is it just a loose dream? Our next story is, some dad gets weirdly aggressive at the grocery store. This happened the other day, and I'm still completely confused by it. Being a parent was probably secondary to this dude's malfunction, but it was his initial justification nonetheless. So, I'm waiting in line at the service desk at the grocery store to break a couple large bills into smaller ones. They're going slow, but there's nothing I can do about that, and once it's my turn, I'll be done in a matter of seconds. Cue some dude coming up in my peripheral vision as I check my phone. Whatever. You end up in the middle of the line when you're trying to figure out how long it, then go to the back. Cool. Except, he keeps coming until he's almost fully in front of me, scratch off tickets in hand. Hey friend, I say, I'm pretty sure this isn't how lines work. Maybe this is all a funny misunderstanding. Come on, I've got my kids with me, he says, instead of correcting his error. And sure enough, he had three kids with him who are standing off to the side. As far as I know, I'm not an unsympathetic guy. If he'd led with that, I'd probably have let him get ahead of me anyway, even though I'm not going to be long once it's my turn. But that's not what he did. So I reply, sure, but that's still not how lines work. Here's where we go nearly off the rails. He squares his shoulders, lets me see that he's absolutely a full head taller than me, and says, yeah? But what are you going to do about it? Excuse me? I'm baffled at this point, but also a firm believer in the doctrine of don't start none, won't be none. I said, what are you going to do about it? They said, complete with a half step forward. Nothing because it ain't happening, I say, trying to make it clear that I'm not impressed. Confused? Yeah, but he's not the first person to get really freaking weird with me at the store during a holiday weekend. After a moment, he gets behind me in line. I went back to ignoring him and got my 15-second transaction handled when it was my turn. What kind of weird macho game did he think he was scoring points in? Is this a main character out in the wild? I'm at a loss trying to figure out what he genuinely thought I'd do. Definitely think this is just some macho guy who's used to getting his way or bullying other people into getting his way. It's like he's just playing some D&D or pick your path type game and hoping this intimidation check is going to work out for them. Our next story is, of course he didn't say the whole truth about why we're not talking to him. 
Me and my girlfriend, Eva, have gotten into disagreements with my parents at different times. They were generally centered around some things about Eva, including but not limited to how she looks, behaves when ticked or in a spiteful mood, and her background. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We managed to stay trouble-free after moving for about half a year, but all good things come to an end. During this time, although possibly before, my father started seeing someone, let's say her name is Sarah. From what I heard about her before I met her, she seemed alright as a person, just a little too interested in the more private stuff. This was confirmed when Eva and I met her for the first time. She was a little distant, perhaps. But if I considered what she probably heard about us from my father, she kept trying to ask us what's our story with my father. We always tried to deflect or at least give some half-baked explanation, as we felt the full detail is not really her business just yet, and doing so, and actually having something to back it up, would effectively be carpet-bombing their relationship and causing issues. Yet she kept and kept and kept pushing. All while telling the new things about Eva, my father came up with and started to believe them more. After Eva deflected her question for probably the thousandth time last month, Sarah blew up over text on her, saying that she gets everything about the disrespect, rudeness, and stupidity. Then she blew up on me as well with the same stuff. Having discussed the issue with Eva, the carpet bombing and its plan have been mutually approved. Hello Sarah, sorry we may have been disrespectful, we have our reasons. We promise you to tell you all we have to say, but you will probably not like it. Reconsider if you still want to know. And so, the second day, Sarah told us she needs to know. So we told her within the bounds of relevance. How he supported Eva and I against my mother because it was beneficial for him and started treating Eva the exact same way after that was over. Or how he framed Eva for cheating. There's also some other things. These two just overshadow them so much. Mind you, he did tell Sarah about these things, just from his perspective that made him look like a saint victim. He just didn't have the backing of, you know, messages and some other family members. Sarah was at a loss for words, tried to argue about it, then decided to be nosy with other family members. Father has not been pleased with Sarah finding out the details and gave us an earful, but we sleep soundly knowing we just did what was wanted from us. Hey, I mean, to be honest, sometimes honesty is just the best policy. It makes things a lot easier than masquerading around, even if it hurts some people or messes some relationships up a bit. Our next story is, just steal someone else's coat. The middle school me and my siblings went to had a problem with theft, and a big part of that was these stupid freaking hooks outside the classroom doors. 
Basically, they wouldn't let anyone bring their coats or their backpacks into class, so you either had to run to your locker every period, or you had to hang your stuff up on the hooks outside the classroom. If your stuff got stolen, then, well, you should have put it in your locker. They also didn't want to monitor the cameras because in a horde of children, it was hard to spot the thief. So they wouldn't let you look at the camera footage unless you got a cop involved. And kids stealing school supplies isn't exactly a high priority crime. Mom got sick of buying us stuff that would inevitably get stolen, so she started putting names on everything. She found this place that would print names on pencils and stuff, and it wasn't just paint, it would be carved into the thing. And mom got us each our favorite color, so there was no mistaking it. And our names are long, minus 23 letters in it, so it took up most of the pencil. And the only way to get rid of it was to carve it off, but it was very obvious if a kid did that. She also took the rubber guards off of our bike handles, put a piece of paper wrapped in plastic inside, so that if it ever got stolen, it was easy to prove. And she'd write our names on the tags of our coats. Well, one day, my brother gets done with school, and he can't find his jacket. It was brand new and very distinct, so he quickly spotted the kid who stole it, who denied it and said it was his, and parents got called to the office. They'd ripped the tag off, but mom was sneakier than that. She'd taken apart one of the seams and put my brother's name on the inside, and then she'd come prepared with a sewing kit. The other kid's mom tried to protest about mom destroying the coat, but this is a small town we're talking about. Everyone knows everyone, and great-grandparents ran an upholstery shop for decades, and we all grew up helping them out so we knew how to sew. The principal knew my mom and knew that she could sew and wouldn't damage the jacket, so she pulls open the seam, shows my brother's name stitched into the lining of the coat, and problem solved. Come to find out, the mom didn't want to spend money getting her kid a new winter coat, so she literally told him to find one he liked at school and then steal it, and she'd back him up. Dumb luck that he happened to pick my brother's coat. After that, any theft accusations against the kid were taken very seriously. Nothing concerning the hooks was ever done to manage theft, but other kids quickly figured out that stealing from us was a bad idea. As an adult, I do feel kind of bad for the kid. He was just a kid and his mom wouldn't buy him a coat in the middle of winter. But that entitled mom can go suck a lemon because I know for a fact that family was not struggling for money. She'd just rather spend the money her husband was making on herself instead of her kids. I feel like a parent uproar should have happened at some point. I think the parents needed to unionize and protest against these dumb hooks that just allows so much theft to happen. How could they just let that keep going on and on? Our next story is, couple brought a toddler with squeaker shoes to a wedding. Some dear friends got married the other day, and it definitely was not a child-free wedding. And to the parents in attendance credit, The two toddlers were mostly very well behaved and as quiet as toddlers can be expected to be. Except for the god dang shoes. The point at which it came to a climax of, how the heck did you think this was acceptable, was during the after dinner speeches. Parents and close friends delivered beautiful speeches. When I first met Jordan, fake names used, squeak, they squeak, were squeak, in squeak, the squeak, college squeak kaffa squeak teria i just stared daggers at this couple how on god's green earth did either of them think ah yes wedding get the shoes with dog toy squeakers in them people will definitely not hate us it's just an impressive lack of awareness 
to do something like this? Like, how can they, as people who manage to survive to adults and procreate and manage to attend this wedding on time, not have the awareness to consciously think that having shoes that squeak around like that is not going to be some kind of annoyance or issue? Honestly, impressive. Our next story is, my father wants to reconnect with me after 20 years. My family gets mad at me when I refuse to talk to him. The cast is me, male 25, my sister Maria, female 21, our mother Anna, female 44, and our father John, 45. For background, my parents met in their late teens and soon had me. Three years later, they had my sister Maria. When my sister was one years old and I was three years old, my parents got separated. They never got married because my father cheated on my mom with a woman who's over 20 years older than him from what I've been told. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com And they're still together now. Growing up, mom never told me or my sister too much about John. I know that both his parents and his sister pretty much disowned him after he cheated on my mom, but they're irrelevant to this story. Anna never got full custody for us after that because she didn't know how. Back then, she didn't know what full custody meant. But John was still sending Anna 200 euros a month for each of us until we became 18. I soon moved after turning 18 to live with a friend, and in 2021 moved to another country where I currently live. After that, I only kept little contact with my mom and almost none with my sister. Fast forward to the 31st of August, so three days before this post is made, on my birthday, I get a call from an unknown number. I pick up and the following conversation followed. I said, hello? John says, OP? I say, yes, who is this? They say, it's me, John. I'm sorry, but I don't think I know you. He said, I'm your dad. I said, I'm sorry? He says, how are you? Why did you call me? They say, it's your birthday, right? Yes, it is. Happy birthday, OP. I say again, why did you decide to call me now? Don't you have a new family? He says, yes, I'm married now, but I have no other kids other than you and Maria. At this point, I was in disbelief, so I ended the call. I couldn't understand why did he decide to call me after 20 freaking years of no contact between us. He tried calling me again, but every time I ignored the call. The next day, mom called me. I said, hello? She says, why did you hang up on John? Mom, are you serious right now? She says, yes. He changed now. He wants to have a son and daughter again. I said, I guess it's just a bit too late, don't you think? She said, stop being dumb and go talk to your father. I said, no. You go talk to him if you want to. I have nothing to talk about with that piece of crap. After I said that, I hung up on her also. Both my mom 
Her side of the family and also my sister have been blowing up my phone daily. I already blocked some of them. He hurt us badly and everyone decided to forgive him out of nowhere for no apparent reason. I'm not forgiving him. I'm thinking about cutting contact with the rest of my family if they keep defending him. A good father doesn't leave his children for 20 and then out of nowhere decides that he's entitled to having a relationship with them. I'll keep you all updated on this, but for now, I'll be going no contact with them for a while. A million percent. If somebody like this wants to come back into your life and all of a sudden have a relationship, you're fully entitled to not engage that, and you're totally entitled to not be shamed for it. I think it's a very valid thing that OP's going with and grappling with and how OP feels. Our next story is, my mom wants my Switch because reasons? I've always had a strained relationship with my mom. I won't go into details, but just know that we never got along very well, and it only got worse as I got older. Car rides are absolute heck on earth because I'm stuck with her, and our worst fights have usually been in the car. After my parents divorced when I was about 13, I stayed with my mom because she was remaining in Canada, where I've lived my entire life while my dad was moving down to America to be closer to his family. Being stuck with her during some of the hardest years of my life sucked, and I even went to stay with my dad during COVID because I just couldn't be in the house with her 24-7. In grade 10, I decided I was going to move in with my dad when I was done with school, and as soon as I got out, I packed up some clothes and left. I still visit my mom occasionally, but because plane rides are expensive and we still have a lot of tension between us, I don't go often. Every time I visit, I bring back a bit more of my stuff. This is important later. One more thing is that for Christmas in 2021, I got a Nintendo Switch. I know, I know, I was late to the party, but in my defense, I never really wanted one until then. I was ecstatic, especially since I got a bunch of games with it. I didn't take it with me when I left. I'd meant to bring it with me, but I left it in my room because I'd honestly just forgotten it. So after I left, My mom immediately went into my room, despite knowing I hated when she goes into my room and threw my stuff without my permission, and tidied up. She threw out a bunch of stuff and unearthed things, but what's important for this is that she found my switch. She took it downstairs and plugged it into the charging thing downstairs. I don't know when, but she eventually decided to get a few games for herself and my stepdad to play, which honestly, I don't have a problem with. I'm not very stingy about my Switch, as long as nobody's actively trying to take it from me. The first time I went back to visit my mom, she was driving me home from the airport, and she started talking about the things that had changed since I'd left, including the new Switch games. I just kind of nodded along because, again, not a big deal. We got back to the house, and everything went pretty alright. The dog was absolutely ecstatic to see me again, my stepdad was happy too. My room looked fine, and in general, it was nice to be back. We played a bunch of games on my Switch and just had fun. It didn't take long for my mom and me to start fighting, but it was considerably less stressful since I knew I had somewhere else to go. Before I left, I packed up a bunch of stuff, including my Switch. I put it in the case with my games, I left the games my mom and stepdad got, and put the case in my bag. While my mom was driving me to the airport, she asked me if I had the Switch with me, and I said yes. She got all huffy and upset, which confused me, because it's mine. I asked her what was the matter, and she just said that I should have left it. And when I asked why, she said something along the lines of, Clearly you didn't care about it enough to bring it with you the first time you left. 
You wouldn't even have known it existed if I hadn't found it for you. I was again confused because while yes, my room was messy, everything had its place and I knew where everything was. I think the term is controlled chaos, including the switch. I told her I knew where it was, I just forgot to bring it. She knows I have a bad memory but always acts like I forget things on purpose or uses it as an excuse. Her response was to tell me I still left it and she and my stepdad had so much fun playing on it so I shouldn't be selfish and take that from them or whatever. I told her it's mine. I can do what I want with it. And of course she brought up the I paid for it thing, which she did, but she only paid half. She split the cost with my dad. Not to mention it was a gift and it's kinda crappy to take back other people's gifts two years later because I paid for it. I told her that doesn't change anything, she still gave it to me. She said something about my phone, which she also split the cost of with my dad and gave to me as a gift, and I just looked away and went quiet, which is my way of saying, I'm done talking about this. If you say anything else about it, I will ignore you. It's how I've learned to cope with her BS over the years. When an argument isn't going anywhere, it's best just to end it. I promise to bring it with me every time I visit, and that was that. We didn't speak for the rest of the car ride, which was, fortunately, not very long. I got on my plane, flew back to my dad's, and went home with my Switch, some more clothes, and a few books. We haven't brought it up since, and I'm hoping my mom's gotten over it by now. I felt true to my statement and brought it with me each time I visit. So, yeah, not as crazy as some other stories on this sub, but it still weighs on my mind a lot. I have so many more stories about her, but most of them are less about entitlement and more about just treating me poorly. We've had our ups and downs and I'm not discounting the positive experiences we've had, but god are there some bad ones. Thanks for reading if you got this far. Unclench your jaw, drink some water, and have a nice day or night. The only thing I could understand them mildly being upset with here is the fact that the games are on OP's account. But again, that's not OP's fault. It's so low for you to be like, well I paid for it so give it back. Two years after you bought it for them. Shoot, it's bad enough two days after you bought it for them. This next story is, my dad is being a sly jerk. I'm 19 now, but two years ago, my parents had a messy divorce. This really affected me and my grades in school. But in the court, my dad was banned from the house and forced to pay 150 euros a week for his three kids. He moved in with his dad free of charge and makes good money. Meanwhile, my mom only works part-time minding, well, two kids, I'm old enough for myself. But fast forward to tonight, my dad knew I was looking for a job. I recently visited America solo to see family, and when I came back I'd been updating my CV and trying to find a job, not only to help me, but our house, because he stopped paying halves. Bear in mind he still owns half the house, for heat and electricity without telling my mom, and went unpaid for two months. But everywhere I apply to keeps rejecting me because I'm suffering from dyspraxia, which is bad motor and everyday skills. He texted my mom tonight after literally only seeing me and said I'm not paying OP's 50 euros a week because he's not going to college, which I'm not continuing another year. This broke down into two one-year courses and are not optional because I'm not interested in learning about the business side of tourism, which was the next course or because I didn't have a job, which I get, but he knows how hard I'm looking and that I keep not getting the jobs. I even got rejected by a toy store for freak's sake. This has put my mom in even more financial distress, and on top of that he's gone on three holidays this year while my mom can barely afford to keep the house. 
and whenever she asks for him to mind his three kids, he's always busy. He even lies to all his friends in the pub saying he wasn't there on this night because I was minding the three boys because their mother was too drunk. She was at home all day by the way. Now all of her former friends shut out this child-neglecting alcoholic who's always at the pub and doesn't even cook for her kids. By the way, my mom is an amazing cook and always makes the most delicious of dinners. I hope this makes sense if it's worded properly, sorry if not. So I don't know how it works in this area of the world as far as child support or similar things go, but it definitely seems like they're dodging any kind of responsibility. I mean, I'd like to see them get called out for it and challenged on this. Our next story is, you're ruining my body. I made it, it's mine. So this happened two years ago when I got my first tattoo. I was 21 and still living with my controlling mother. She was shocked when I told her I wanted to get a tattoo, but she didn't physically stop me. I got home with my upper arm tattooed, solar system with watercolors, to find her in the living room crying. She started talking about how I ruined her body by getting that tattoo and how she made my body so it's hers. She asked if I cried while getting it. I told her I didn't because it didn't really hurt at all. She yelled at me, of course you cried. I cried because I knew what you were doing to my body. She calmed down after a while and even said my tattoo looked nice, but I felt really gross after all that. She also flipped out when I got my hair cut. My sisters and I were always told that she'd sue any hairstylist who dared to cut our hair, so it took me till I was 19 to finally get a short haircut, and she cried when I got my first piercing too. This woman is nuts sometimes. So when Opie says sometimes, does that sometimes mean all the time? Listen, I understand entitled parents flipping out over their kids getting tattoos or piercings or even crazy hairstyles. But I don't know about hearing about entitled parents saying, it's my body. I mean, they feel like they literally own you. At least most of the entitled parents just kind of imply it without just outright saying it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.